0: Hello and welcome to today's episode of the Wolves Fancast. Oh, life's better when Wolves win, isn't it? Joining me to look back on Wolves 2-1 win against Chelsea. We've got Luke. Hey doing, guys, you're right. We've got Kim.
1: Hi guys.
0: And we've got Ed Marshall joining us for the first time. Ed, how are you? Not super, thanks. I say joining us for the first time. You've done an episode of Stories from the Pack uh, with yep. hoops um a few weeks back now. So I guess it's sort of your first time in uh, pre uh, doing a post-game review. And I think, as I was saying earlier, I think we've picked a really good one. Uh, for me, There's, I was a bit worried going into this game because I thought, looking at the lineup, going back to the back three, I thought it, it could be a classic Nuno, just kill the game, nil-nil, just get back on track. And for me, doing a podcast for, what, six years now? Luke might agree with me on this one. There's only one thing worse than doing a podcast when Wolves lose. It's doing it when we've drawn nil-nil. So the fact that we've come away from here with a two-1 win, lots to talk about we've picked a great game to go through but I, I guess as we always do um, looking back at the starting lineup, um, Luke, Luke, when you saw us lining up with a back five back three however you want to sort of view it, were you happy or were you a bit disappointed we aren't cast up to um, you know forward back from the last couple of games um
2: I was a bit disappointed because I've been a, quite a big champion for four at the back. Um, but it was probably needed just to maybe shore it up a little bit, maybe stink the place out, try and get a draw, stop the rot. Um, so I, I can see why why Nuno did it. And that's off to him. He's got it right today. I don't think anybody can sit here and say, no matter what side of the fence you sit on, if you're in camp four at the back or camp five at the back, he's got it right today. Um, and I, I think going forward, do we need to be so rigid where it's either four at the back or five at the back for a whole season? It would be nice if we saw mix mixing up. Maybe not saying game to game, but you know, Chelsea, Manu. Well, not Manu, like Chelsea, Tottenham, Man City. You know, the better teams. Maybe play five at the back against them. A- against them, but do we want to see five at the back against West Brom, Sheffield United, Fulham? those sort of team, So, you know, maybe
0: it's something to think about. Ed, I can see you sort of very much nodding in agreement with, uh, with that.
3: Yeah, yeah. I, th- I think tactically, Nuno's got it spot on tonight. We're playing a team that are full of attacking promise and, you know, the, the, all of their front line have cost, you know, millions and millions of pounds. So I think we've hit the reset button tonight, haven't we? We've gone, let's go back. And I was making some notes through the game and sort of you could tell after five minutes that players knew where they should be again. Mm. And uh, I think when you're playing against a team that are on the front foot like Chelsea, that probably makes sense to be Nuno's pragmatic approach makes sense. But I agree with Luke. I think, you know, we should play four at the back against West Brom and, and properly stick it to them. And Man United, I think we can play two at the back, to be honest.
0: <laughs> uh, Kim, I think one thing sort of I've noticed over the last, well, Couple of years of Wolves being in the Premier League is when the chips are a bit down for Wolves. He always tends to bring Sace back in. Um, we kind of happy to see him, I guess, coming to a back three as opposed to, I guess, Kilman who had been playing there um, while sort of Sace was out. Well,
1: I think Kilman, you've got to say, is unlucky not to to have been dropped in the first place. I mm. mean, I think initially, you know, you could understand it in the sense of going to a back four. Um, the last game we were all we we're always going to play Bolly and Cody, but then yeah, I was quite surprised that Kilmer didn't come back in. Um, but then I think Sace did do really well tonight. Um, and I think overall, I think the team looked a, a lot more comfortable overall, I'd say. Um, but I do agree with Luke, I still think in the um. In the games where, you know, for instance, Burnley away, I still like to see us play the four at the back because we don't, we shouldn't be coming under the same sort of pressure that we would against big teams like Chelsea, um, City. I don't think we were great in the first half. I thought we were okay, um, but I think we really, first half we actually lacked belief. I felt like you still felt that Chelsea were going to score and, and take it, and then the second half we really. St- sort of pushed on I think and, and especially Netto and Pedence for me were really sort of vital in, in that in that resurgence if you like.
0: Yeah I think you're right on the money there but in the first half we almost seemed to be very conservative in how we were playing and there were a couple of instances where we could have got the ball out wide just a bit quicker and just taking that risk and it was almost like first half they had it in their mind we're just going to get a nil-nil draw out of this just get a point and we could you know, it can be a building block onto Burnley. That's one where we can get a win. Um, but I uh, know just either side of the first half, just and second half, start of the second, we just completely dropped off for me. Um, you know, Vadro's couple of chances is uh, just poor half time when I think Zuma hit the crossbar, then Giroud missed the rebound and that uh, you know, good teams punish you for ones like that, and then the goal came fairly soon after half time with sort of Giroud, um sweet strike. But Ed, do you think Wolves could have done a bit better with the goal?
3: Uh, yeah, I, yeah, it's it's. I think we, I think probably should hold our hands up. That I think the, the defending was sort of a bit lapsed and I think it's it's definitely a thing, isn't it? That after half time, we we seem slow sometimes. And I felt like to, to today's game, it sort of was a, yeah, a bit of a, a slow out the traps again. And maybe the change at halftime, people were making sure they knew where they should be. And I think maybe that is, um, I think Otis Ali did really well as he grew into the game. But I think, yeah, I think maybe it's just sort of, um, yeah, I, I, I agree with the previous points. I think that we clearly were... You know, fight, fighting, fighting to stay in the game at the end of the at the end of the game, just with a couple of chances, and they seemed to be on top of it. And I think Chelsea definitely had the the wind in the sails at that point. And I think that it was it was maybe a chance to to get a, a rocket up them after it happened. And, and as per usual with some of the uh, Nuno performances, is it took us to go behind for us to to really start playing again.
0: Yeah, I think. Uh, you, you mentioned Owen Osasawi there. I mean, he, he's had a couple of cup appearances now, but it's his first time in the league. Um, Luke, um, what did you sort of think of his performance? I thought he did well. I thought he, I thought positionally he looked, he looked fine.
2: Um, brow could play quite nicely. A couple of interceptions. When he's intercepting the ball, then he's looking to drive forward as well, which is a, a positive. Um, obviously, he's a big lad, uh, strong, powerful with his running. His passing was decent. So, it's it's nice to see because I know we, we talk a lot about we've got no strength in depth. I think that's mainly because the they're, they're not household names that we're talking about. But when you've got players like Otisori coming on, doing well, it just gives you that little bit more confidence that we have got strength in depth in the squad and if, when called upon, they're going to do a job. You know, I, I'm not sure whether Dendonka was injured in the first half, but if you look at both players over 45 minutes, you'd probably score Dendonka a five and Otiseri maybe a seven. So I think, you know, that, that that says a lot. Obviously, there's not much in it in terms of levels. Can, can he do it consistently over a run of games if he was ever to get one? I suppose we'll never know. But, you know, he's capped at international level. Okay, it might be USA, but still, um, you know, you've got to be half decent to represent USA, really. Um, so, yeah, positive signs, positive signs that, you know, we've got some youngsters coming through, and hopefully they're, they're going to be, be the future.
0: Yeah, I think um, you, you're on the money with Dendonka as well, because I guess on paper, and sort of what I've seen on, let's be honest, quite a limited amount of views of Otto it so he does have a bit of Dendonka in him, the fact that he is a big, physical, quite tall centre-midfielder. Yeah, box-to-box box as well, you know. Yeah. He was, he was, well, he was in the box four when Samado should,
2: should should have taken the shots. Yeah. i so say he was there. Um, he was defending well, so he's in both boxes, which it's what we need. We're crying out for it. I just don't get me wrong, as good as Nevers and Moutinho are, when they play together, they're just too similar. You know, they've sort of got that 40, 50-yard range, you know, 25 yards in each half, and they don't really... Go much further than than that. They're too similar for me, and you, we, especially with now Jimenez. Now we do need somebody from midfield breaking the lines, getting in the box to try and connect on crosses. We've never said We're never gonna. We're never ever gonna get that. Never. So to have the other option, it just adds a whole new dynamic to the team, and it just
0: gives you more options. Yeah, Kim, what did you make of Nevis' performance? Because it seemed to be sort of quite contrasting on parts On um, from what I could see on
1: Twitter. still feel like he's missing his sort of, con- his odd game where I guess he controlled the game, he sprayed the ball around, he was, you know, passing the ball and almost dictating the tempo. I still don't feel like he's at that level now. Now, to be fair, obviously you don't expect that against Chelsea. But I don't think he's been at that level for a while now personally um but I just don't overall I don't think the balance in midfields right for me. I don't think he's I suppose he's the most suited out of all three, but I don't think he's the answer long term personally. I think we need someone with a bit more. Um, Flair maybe sort of like the Vit- Vitana type but I guess we don't know he hasn't really had a chance um, as of yet but yeah for me sometimes I think Dendonka does do a good job um, you know I think he can man mark well but I just don't think he's gonna you know get us the goals from midfield se that we need
0: yeah I saw your tweet Kim the other day about Dendonka and uh, to to the point I, I mean I love Dendonka Um, I think he's a genuinely a pretty complete footballer but for me if we're relying on him to get us goals there is a big fundamental issue with this Wolves team Um, and you know the answers might not be Otisawi it might be Vettinia on paper we don't quite know really Um, but you know, it, there's a couple of sort of big sort of sticking points in this team in terms of the balance of it. In terms of that midfield in particular, and the dynamics just isn't quite there. Um, I think as for people who play FIFA, um, would say it's like there's not enough chemistry. I say that, I sound really old when I say that because I, I don't think I've played FIFA in about four years. I'm looking, at, I'm looking at you, Ed, and you seem to know what you're talking about on this.
3: Uh, no, I'm, I'm the same. Uh, yeah, I, I know, I know the, all the words, but yeah, FIFA FIFA's lost on me these days. But I think for Dendonka, I think it's, it's strange, but it feels like he needs to be unshackled. Now, is he a defensive midfielder or is he a box-to-box box midfielder? Because I think sometimes we play him as one and then he does the other. And I think vice versa. I think he's trying to fill in the gaps of maybe two positions. And I think sometimes when you play him with both Neves and Martini, I agree with Luke, the sideways passing is, is beautiful to watch, but it's sideways. And I think when you saw Otis come on today, I think breaking the lines and driving past people is something Denonka's definitely got in his locker and is more of a foot, complete footballer than Otis Ali at the minute. But I think sometimes we play him as sort of a, a ball winner and then give the ball to uh, Xiao or, or Ruben, and then they will play the football. And sometimes we want him to break past uh, Jimenez or whoever's playing up front and be the box-to-box midfielder as well. And I think sometimes that maybe he deserves his own role instead of trying to play more than one. And I think we might see more from him personally.
0: No, I think I think that's a good point. There, there is sort of a. Um... I I guess a fear of him always being a jack of all trades because as I say, you could stick him in half the positions in the team and you will do a pretty darn good job there um, because of how physically and technically capable he is. Um, You know, we've talked about goals coming from midfield and especially with him and his injury, there's going to have to be a lot more demand on those attacking players um, up front to get goals. And, both delivered, actually, today. Podent and Neto both got on the score sheet. Luke, um, what were your thoughts on the uh, Podent's goal? Quality. Absolute quality. It's,
2: it's a different gravy. Absolute different gravy. He's got the ball. He's shown composure. He's shown a bit of skill. You know, he's, he's sold uh, the Chelsea defenders down the river. He's And it's, it's all right, yeah. Could say he's got a bit of luck with the deflection, but he deserved it. He deserved that deflection. He'd earned the deflection. Absolutely fantastic goal, top draw. And this is why I've said since Jota went, we won't miss Jota because Neto and Poudent will contribute more goals than Jota did last season. Fact. And to be fair, I think they've
0: already done it. I can, league-wise, it's got to be there or thereabouts. And... They can't be far off oh. there.
2: Poudent's for man of the match. Man of the match, absolutely fantastic performance. I thought he he had a slow start with us. Didn't he? Similar to donker To be fair, when we first signed him, we didn't see much of him. But Nuno's put in, giving him a lot more minutes this season, and he's he's grabbing it with both hands and he's repaying repaying Nuno with with performances on the pitch, goals, assists, flair, panache. He's
0: he's a he's, he's one a, to watch. He's a him proper of Both fantastic. I mean, I, I had a few thoughts on Podence, but I'm right in thinking we've never actually seen him in the flesh live for Wolves.
2: Yeah, we've, yeah, i will say a few times. Because he, he... came off the bench a few times when we were there last season. I've definitely yeah, seen him because I remember thinking, fuck me, he's tiny.
0: <laughs> and I, I, I definitely thought, you know, it, obviously fans are slowly coming back into stadiums, which is great. Um... But he's just on who because he he yeah he he, he, did, he only had a few games towards the end of last season. He only had a couple yeah. of really strong performances. But just... I, I don't know this season he, he he's kicked up such not and he's such a fun player as you say. Like he's a he wears number ten. He plays like he's an attacking midfielder. He wants to get on the ball. He wants to go past players. He wants to link up play. He's just one of those players who you want to watch play. Yeah, he's, definitely. That, that's kind of. What you want as a Wolves fan, and you know, to see him scoring it, it, again, it's the icing on the cake, and it's it's what's needed. Um And you know, after that goal, say so we looked a different animal. Um, And you know, we had, we had back and forth with Chelsea, but uh, you know, I've said before on the podcast that I think the worst thing Nuno's done at Wolves is after Jota went, he gave that interview where he talked about the style of play changing because I think loads of the rhetoric around this season is shaped around those comments. But for that Neto goal, that is just classic Nuno. It is get the ball deep, get get a crafty midfielder on the ball, spray it out to a Portuguese wide man to just drive it home. Kim, what were your reactions to the goal? I think it was just
1: brilliant play and, I'm, and it's probably fair to say that I think the role that Pudence was given today he noticed he was just behind Neto and Silva so I think just that free role kind of instead of him just sticking to the wing he could almost just pop up everywhere and I think you know just his like little tenacity and he's you know when he tried to get the ball off chill well, and he just wanted to you know just play like a little 10-year-old, I thought that was really, really good to see. Um, and again, with Neto, I think, you know, they just play with no fear and just sort of go at teams. And I think that's where I think we'll be fine in that area. I don't think it's going to be an issue in terms of, year and out-and-out and out striker. I think Silver might struggle initially, but I think the issue will be in centre midfield they're, they're not popping up with enough goals. I don't think it's fair just to think the front three should pop hmm. up with every single goal. I think, you know, Neves, Matinho and Den Dendon have to step up to the plate. And even the defence as well, really. Can't remember the last time a defender scored.
0: There was a pause there, guys, because I think we all, literally, the three of us um, and Kim, just sort of all looked just thinking... When was the last time a defender scored? Um, so, yeah, tweet us, WWFC Fancast, and I'm sure we'll kind of realise really quickly like we scored a goal from the set-piece like about three weeks ago. So you um, score against Sheffield? Yeah, yeah. so. Yeah. So that was, what, first game of the season? Yeah. We've only scored about three goals since then anyway, haven't we? Yeah, true. <laughs> <laughs> and At least
2: one must have been a penalty. But Can I just uh, say as well, yeah. Neto will be better than Jota, and he'll have a better career than Jota. I'm going to call it now.
0: Again, I'm leaving it just to dangle a bit, but because you already sort of alluded to it with potents as well. Half of them will. Half of Jota, who, Jota who?
2: That's what we'll be saying. Diego
0: Jota. Let's just call him Never Diego now and just, just marginalise him. Never heard of him. I don't know. Like, for me, just again, Neto, again, better after having a haircut. Um, you know. I'm not saying the two are collated, but it his bonnet was getting a bit dodgy for the last couple of weeks. And I was worrying for him because he's a good looking boy. We all know it. But his hairdo was not doing him justice for the last couple of weeks. He's clearly like, you know, gone for barbers. He's got his appointment in. He look he looked sharp and he played sharp tonight, and his goal showed it. It's all in the trim. Exactly. Aero, don't Hercules. Yeah. Um I, I, I guess sort of before we kind of round up, the other sort of point I've made, I've made, sort of in in my notes, was around Fabio Silva. Now he's played, I guess, a, a few more minutes since the Arsenal game. Um, Ed, how are you sort of viewing him? Um, I mean, you can either view it through the prism of he cost thirty five million pounds and he's a club record signing, or not.
3: Or I'll leave it completely up to your interpretation. Yeah, I think his price tag is 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 a. Um... Is an uncle george backhander isn't it let's be honest if we if we paid that much for him we'll get someone else on the cheap probably in january um yeah there's the signs are there that's promising that little turn um when he did his, his defender and got tripped over by his it Kante, was it i can't remember who it was yeah um but I th- he needs to get his big boy pants on a bit doesn't he he needs to he needs to um yeah to the flicks and tricks are lovely. The little turns are lovely, but it's as cliched as, as the Premier League, you're going to get booted up in the air. And so, some of the, you know, the little chest downs and he was falling over and he couldn't quite get hold of it. He was up against a canny operator as well in Silva, Chango Silver tonight, so take that as well. But the, the signs are definitely there, aren't they? It's not, he fits the system. He's about to... Back to the goal, and then he'll he he seems to be get beyond the lines a little bit, even maybe more than Jimenez. So the, the signs are there that he's a he's a promising, uh, you know, prospect. The the price tag, like I say, that's that's to make sure that Uncle George is happy, and uh, we'll take that. But yeah, I think once he sort of grows into his body a little bit and realizes what the Premier League's about, like Podenc and, and Neto, Neto especially has had to do, um, it it. It'll take time, but I think he'll be fine. He clearly fits the system. He's the right age to be a backup to Jimenez when he's back. And maybe he'll give us something different. That when he hit the post in the in the last game, that's not even a chance that Jimenez would necessarily take because he was looking to get on the turn, whereas Jimenez sort of likes to bring people in and then go in for a cross. So, I'd, yeah, the, the, the flicks and tricks are good. The, the, the signs are promising for me. Um, it's already better than Catrone. So we're already up on last season, and um, yeah, I think once once he sort of you know, like I said, gets his big boy pants on and and stands up to some of these um, big centre backs because he's definitely got the frame for it. I think I think onto a winner. Yeah, but I it's... think uh, uh, I'm I'm
0: I'm hopeful too, and you know, it's been interesting for me because he's quite young, but he's been, we've been told he's got so much potential. I guess with strikers, you automatically assume that's goals. Um, And, you know, the will score buckets at youth team level that, you know, almost like how Mike Lone burst onto a seed in a way. And for me, he hasn't really had much opportunity in front of goal. He's not lightning quick. Um, We talk about Pedro Neto being aerodynamic with his new hairdo. You know, I'm spitballing here, but is his hairdo holding him back? Because he does look like he's running with lead boots on sometimes. Um, But his movement... Um, the way he gets in front of defenders it's like, he's a big guy, he's a big kid um you know he's quite um canny in that way and sort of being able to link up play but i think it's going to be interesting and you know the his injuries have obviously had to sort of excel his um developments um you know you've you kind of nicely brought on a, a good talking point in terms of Catrone slash another striker. Um, I guess quickly around the room, I, I can pretty much gauge Ed's views, but who would you rather have starting up front? So I guess from 1st of January, say we can recall um, old Paddy Cotrone, um, but we wouldn't be able to get a external striker in straight away. Would you rather have Fabio Silva starting or uh, Patrick Cotrone? I'll go to Kim first.
1: Silver, definitely. I mean, there's a few pointers why. I suppose the first one is that it seemed that Catrone didn't fit in terms of the team, um, you know, in terms of his attitude, trouble fitting in with, with his teammates. So that's the first point. And then the second point is I think that Silver fits in better with our style of play. Um, whereas Catrone is more of a, I was going to say, out and out speaker. You know, fox in the box. Whereas silver, I think, will improve game after game.
2: Okay, Luke. Silver, silver's going to be here for for the long term. You'd like to think. Um, so yeah, I'd i give him the minutes now. More the opportunities there.
0: Yeah, I think with, with any young player, you, you only improve when you play games. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, fingers crossed we can have that uh, again. Ed, just for clarification, I'm assuming you're uh, very much team um, F-A-B-A-O.
3: Yeah, so, yeah, Silva makes the rest of the team better, doesn't he? I think he fits the system and he will bring in the wingers. He'll he'll be a foil for Podence and Neto rather than Catriona. He's going to want to run in behind and, and, like Kim says, gets the, get the goals in the box that we don't tend to produce opportunities like that. So unless we change the system and we go from evolving slowly to evolving straight away, yeah, other than the chance, Catriona is a loser.
0: Well, fingers crossed Fabio Silva can get off Mark against Burnley, which we'll be talking about just after this. Hi everyone, Matt from Walls Fancast here. If you're anything like me, time is of the essence these days. How am I meant to take training with my wonder kids on the managerial football simulation game that I'm not allowed to mention for legal reasons if I'm too busy worrying about my online media presence? Well, that's where our friends at pixelyetimedia.com come in. They're not just web designers. They're a creative agency that cover all of your design needs from websites, brochures and signage to marketing, logo design and branding. So go check them out at pixelyetimedia.com Video.com. They'll get you set up quicker than a Dama ore running at a terrified left back. Speaking of which, who's got my baby oil? Welcome back. Um, just before we go on to Burnley... Um... We won't be doing sort of a preview show probably for the Burnley game on its own because we're sort of hopefully releasing a special podcast, as you know, we sometimes do uh, within the fan cast where we try and talk about other subjects. So I- I'll pass the ball over to Luke because this is something sort of you're kind of very keen on driving with and sort of being part of the show on this one. Yeah. Um, so we were having a conversation the other day, wasn't we, about
2: racism in football and all the to do that's been going on recently. So we thought why not discuss it from our own personal experiences, our own personal views and opinions. Um everyone's talking about it at the moment. Hot topic. So let's try and let's try and have a civilised debate around the issue of race.
0: Yeah, I think I think it's gonna be a um a really interesting discussion with sort of a few of the guys from the fan cast and hopefully doing a couple of separate interviews as well with some Um, People, well, frankly, a lot more knowledgeable about the uh, subject than myself, to be honest. Um, But it it should be a really good one. And hopefully that should be released sort of around the end of the week, but um, before the Burnley game. So keep your eyes and ears peeled for that one. Um, As I said, on Monday evening, we are playing against Burnley, who um, beat Arsenal in their last game. I mean, let's be honest, who doesn't beat Arsenal at the moment, but they're sitting 17th in the table um, after a very slow start to the season. Um, Ed, how do you sort of view Burnley these days? Because it seems like they've kind of just gone from being consistently strong to just being consistently
3: mediocre over the past sort of 18 months. Yeah, they're there to be got at now. I think that's the difference. You're, you, Yeah, like you say, within the end of last season, the start of this one, they're not sort of, you know, you, what you're going to get anymore. I think, like you said, who doesn't beat Arsenal at the minute? And um, that game was dollar's dishwater, and I can't imagine this is going to be 1st on match of the day. Let's face it, but um, they're there to be got at. I think. I think they're they're lacking their um, their identity. They don't even seem to have that at the minute, which is sort of, you know, the. The big strikers up front are gonna are gonna bash you the defenders are gonna bash you and you know what you're gonna get with the four four two, and they're gonna play it down the wide the wings the mick mccarthy football that sean Dodge plays um so i think they're there for the taking and i think with players like podents and Neto, we've got players that will be able to yeah if if Podence can sit down chelsea defenders i don't know what he's going to need to burn ones he if he's uh allowed to do what he wants
0: i think he's probably going to get kicked a high yeah. heaven off ben me yeah. <laughs> if you want my honest opinion yeah. i think i think you'll try one fancy flick and get it's, it's at turf more isn't it yeah it's a it's a happy place isn't it so I, I, can, I can see um there being a few fouls but um I, I guess we've kind of talked about sort of three at the back to four at the back kim would you sort of go back to a four about four at the back um on monday
1: a difficult one isn't it because I think naturally I feel like you know we we did look comfortable with our five at the back today but I don't know I think Burnley obviously are there for the taking we shouldn't need to be sitting back as much but I would hazard a guess that we could actually start with five at the back which I'm sure won't please some fans Personally, I wouldn't, but I think overall, I think I would imagine that that would be the case because it, it, it's obviously worked, hasn't it, tonight? I mean, I still don't think that the fullbacks got forward enough tonight. They're not, personally, I don't think Samado looks great defensively. You've got to stick with five at the back.
0: Yeah, I mean, it might be a case then, more it's um, a, a player swap an assistant uh swap if we're looking to i guess keep the three at the back for the solidity because it feels like the players know what they're doing a bit more as um ed said earlier that they all seem a lot more settled into it they know their roles but ed i mean would you consider i don't know swapping out marcel for eight nori maybe and even even potentially drop someado I he seems quite committed to Samedo and i'm not surprised considering the amount of money he paid
3: um yeah. Yeah, I, I think the 8 nori one would make sense. Um, yeah, Marcel tonight is probably the only player that sort of still didn't look up to the pace for me. Um, and I, I, I personally, I think we, he will play 3 5 uh, three five two or five-three-two um against Burnley. But I think just swapping out the left wing-back for a more attacking one will probably be the difference maker in terms of making us look a little bit more attacking going forward. Yeah. Um, Maybe you could play Otasawi instead of Dendonka. and again, like Luke was talking about earlier, that's someone that breaks the lines a little bit more. But yeah, I, I think he's going to stick to this to make sure that this busy, uh, busy Christmas period we sort of keep racking up the points. And I, I, I think, like I said earlier, Burnley are there to be got at, and I think if we have Samada and Aitnori sort of bombing on the wings, I think that's going to push back a lot of the of, of Burnley sort of, you know, other than Dwight McNeil. Have they got anyone that would be close to our team? Probably not. And I think if, if we can nullify him, I think
0: we'd nullify Burnley. Yeah, this is when we end up signing Chris Woods in uh, in January and sort <laughs> of uh, making Kenny Jacket very happy, I guess. But um, no, no, you are right. I, they're, they're not a particularly strong team at, at the moment on form or on paper. And I, I don't know, I think you, you're right that especially with Otasahi oh, having a good 45 minutes um it, it is a busy christmas period especially with that spurs manu double header you know it, it's and then sort of playing brighton you know what 3 days after the manu game i think it is 4 days um you know there's there's a lot of back to back in there and maybe he's giving Dendonka a rest uh, you know 45 minutes off tonight because he you know he's probably a little bit off the pace but also as we've been saying about Neves, Matinho, it's kind of hard to see them playing well together. So Dendonka's played a lot more minutes, it feels like, than he has done previously. And, you know, hopefully Otisari gives him a bit of cover even he can play at the back as well um, and sort of have an impact there. I mean, Luke, how, how are you sort of looking at the Burnley game in terms of, I guess, its importance? Because for me, us beating Chelsea was huge tonight, chiefly because having Spurs and Man U coming up. Obviously, we've got Brighton, which you'd expect us to and hope for us to win. And then Everton. It's a little bit of a sticky patch, but I think that win tonight's given Wolves a bit of breathing space. So, how are you sort of viewing the game Monday night?
2: Um, I think tonight is a very good win, but it's only a good win if you back it up with a positive result against Burnley. Um, we, we, every game is important in the Premier League, especially with this, Shit show of the season this season. I mean, we're, what, three points off fifth now after tonight's win? I know other teams have got games in hand and it will change over the course of, of the midweek um, fixtures. But games burn their way with all due respect. We've got to be looking at winning those sort of games. If we're going to be bothering the European spaces this season, we have to be winning. We've got a decent record weight burn-off. So, look, the last 15 fixtures at Turf Moor We've won seven, drew four, lost four. So that's a decent record for Wolves, because we're we're shit. Well, we, we we've been shit for years until about four or five years ago. Um so that's quite positive. So I'd like to think there we have got we're gonna go there with a positive attitude. <sighs> oh even though I've been camped four at the back, I probably would stick with five at the back again. I think I would. Um I'd Stick with Marcel, because we know what we're going to get from Burnley. Chris Wood and Ashley Barnes up top. Everything, Everything's going to be coming down with snow on it. Um, so I just think Marcel offers a bit more in the air than Ait Nuri. Um I'd hope Donka is back fifth, and I'd probably go Donca martino I just think Neves is completely off form. Um I don't think any of our centre midfielders have stood out this season, but I think Martinho's had a better season than never so far. But. And then Don could just offer you those breaks into the box and a bit more height because we're going to be bombarded with, with long balls, aren't we, so? Um, and then it's, if we back up tonight with another win on Saturday, uh, Monday, sorry, when we play Burnley, it completely changes the dynamics. Then we are looking forward again and it's like, I'll tell you what, all right, we've got Man U next. Um, or is it Tottenham after that? It's Spurs and Man U. We've got Spurs. Harm advantage. Well, no, harm advantage doesn't count for much, but we might have 2,000 in for the Spurs game. Who knows? Let's see what Uncle Boris says in a couple of days' time. So, harm advantage against Spurs. You'd like to think we could win that game as good as Spurs are. You know, they're not invincible. So, if we're looking at Seven points after off, off those three games completely changes everything, and with everyone beating everyone, people dropping points here, people dropping points there, go on a little run, and you never know where you might end up.
0: Yeah, that that sounds that sounds almost a bit, you know, little wink at the end of that field, You know, just, you never know. Like you're t- still tipping us to finish fourth. <laughs> well, this, it's been crazy. Like I'm not
2: going to lie, I was having a meltdown after the, the game. I was fuming, I was pissed off, I was angry because something just wasn't working. I still think after tonight's game, there's still a lot of improvement to be made with the personnel that we've got at our, that we can use. You know, there's still big improvements to be made. But you just, this this season's just crazy. It's crazy. I mean, if we could go and, get two points from the next three or four games and then we're back in a relegation battle. But then we could win two of the next three after that and then we're looking at your League again. It's this season is just so bipolar, it's unreal.
0: Yeah. Uh, no, I think I think you're bang on the money, Luke, and it sounds stupid where you just need where I say you just need to win however many games you can do.
2: I just need a run. And, so it sounds consistent. stupid. But, yeah. but if if not just Wolves, if any team can get yeah. a run together they're going to shoot up the league if we and let it just be Wolves that go on that run. We've got the players. We've proved it the last two seasons. We've got the players to beat the top teams. We should be able to beat the lesser teams. So let's just find a bit of consistency. Otherwise, we're going to end up at the end of the season frustrated and annoyed when we finished ninth. And we're like, if only we was a bit more consistent this season, we could have finished fourth. Yeah. As crazy as that sounds.
0: No, but you're right because everyone, bar you know, bar Spurs and Liverpool to a degree, yeah, and you know, maybe even Leicester on paper. You know, it, it's been so inconsistent across the board. Even like Villa, you know, they won those four games at the start, and then where were they for a month? I'm well, um,
2: looking at Man City now. 64 minutes gone, and they're drawing one-one with West Brom. This and this could easily finish one-one. Yeah. But nobody's finding form. If we, if whatever whatever team finds a bit of form and maybe wins, I don't know, six out of nine with a draw or two coupled into that, they're going to finish in the top five or six, guaranteed.
0: Well, I mean, like I think, as you said, sort of the table, I know we've kind of played a game more than others now. And, you know, we've played three more games than Villa um, and a couple more games than most other teams. But, I think there's a good opportunity, as you say, for if, if we can get a good run over the festive period, get to Christmas, you know, essentially still in the top 10, then, fingers crossed, with are addition of a striker maybe. Um, you know, we can, we can hopefully kind of crack on with the second half of the season, be that sort of stable team. But um, I, I guess sort of rounding off the Burnley game, uh, should we do a quick score prediction six days out? Um, lots of time for lots of things to happen but Ed, first time on the uh, on the show, what are you thinking score-wise? 2-0 uh,
3: Wolves regulation.
0: Very good um, Kim?
1: 1-0 to Wolves I think it'll be a tie game than um, people think
0: And Luke, what are you thinking? we are going to win 4-1 oh, Yes! i was hoping yeah. I-, I thought it was going to be on me, I was just going to say, you know what all the cards on the table, let's just go for it. And I'm so glad you said it because I can go for a 2 0 now.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: 4 1. Oh, God, can you imagine Wolves beating the team by three goals? Oh, just. Oh, it's, it's giving me chills. It would be a perfect Christmas present. It's going to happen. Neto and
2: Pardons have found the form now. Well, I say, yeah, Do you know what? The ball from no, of like, like, that, Yeah, they that, have. Yeah. They're going to step up to the plate, so I can feel it. I,
0: honestly... Do you
2: know I, what I, else we're going to get? We're going to get a penalty. Our first one of the season.
0: Get, will, will Fabio Silva be in those four goals? So I'm just trying to imagine it now. Just, just... He'll get a brace. <laughs> He'll get a brace. Neto and Podence will get the other two, but they'll assist Silva on both of his. Yeah sounds I, I, i'm I'm on board i'm on the train we're going we're going okay um before we wrap up today's uh podcast should we have a few questions from twitter corner on, um, big thanks to everyone who's um messages some of these we have covered already in the chat um already so uh, you know thanks to ash dolan saying uh is um the second coming off of a la Fignana, which we have discussed um, do, 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 do. Uh, Ted Hill asks can Otisawi play every game in every position please uh, was Otisawi the end eye signing everyone w- wanted all along and again I think that sort of just emphasises the point I guess that he gives us that bit of physicality, that bit of drive um, in the middle of the park um, Matt asks um, does Roman Sace get the credit he deserves, always a foregoing going drops if we have a dip in form whenever he plays he's solid I think he's
2: yeah, criminally underrated. Because he offers so much, he can play in two positions for a start. He's good in the air, he's got a good passing range. He chips in with a couple of goals as well for a defender. Yeah. You know, he'll come up with his two or three a season, which helps. And he's a shit house.
3: Um, World class at that. Yeah. Yeah,
2: you you can't you can't dislike him.
0: Was <laughs> just for the <laughs> chiters, right? Uh, I love the fact that it's still in 2020, nearly in 2021. Great for that. you know what? He, he, yeah, I was going to say he's always good on a double booking bet um, with uh, usually Neves. You can usually get him and Neves on the same on, on the same sort of bet. But uh, you know, he loves a meaty challenge and he's not afraid of it. And you know, he he's all. just one of those players, isn't he, which you want on your team as a fan. I'd hate it if we played against him because I'd just be calling him a diving prick, (laughs) Uh, you know, (laughs) just hacking into place, but going down like nothing. But, you know, uh, I I think he's definitely got a lot of love in the fan cast. And as I said before, look back when he has come out of the team and, you know, Nuno's wanting to get a result and bring things back on track. doesn't matter if it's in midfield or at the back. Sais always comes in. Um, uh, Lewis Robbins actually asks uh, two questions. One, um, Luke's answered, um, but Ed and um, Kim haven't. Neto to become better than Jotter. Ed, are you ready to yes. put it all on the line with this one? Kim, Kim Kim's there. Uh, where, where are you? Are you going to sit on the fence on this I one? I am you
1: there.
0: I
3: mean, the fence is uncomfortable. Uh, I love Jotter. I love Jotter. Um, there was something about sort of his drive. But yes, why not? Why not? I, I think there's there's something more dynamic about him and how he runs. So yeah, yes, he will.
0: My short king, that's all I'm going to say about Podence. So I think we all know where my, my heart lies on, on that one. Um, again, interestingly on Neto, um, I was going to say on this one, is how long can you see us holding on to him for?
3: He's a new steeple. He ain't going anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um no yeah what why would you go anywhere else at the minute you know half of half of the team are portuguese wolverhampton will be half portuguese by 2022 yeah, like luke says all it's going to take is us to do three or four wins and draws and we're in europe again why would you go anywhere else right now seriously i, I
0: guess the uh the last question i'm going to sort of um Put on my own question on this one um, it's will Podents come down the hog for a beer when it's open and my immediate thought is I wonder what either beer podents would drink or what alcoholic beverage you would drink so you've got a twofold question guys so A can you see him going down hogs um, for a drink and B what's he having he's defo having a and
2: because he's got little man syndrome He's kicking off after about four points as well, getting everyone in trouble. And it's like, fuck's sake, He Yeah, even looking at you, leave him alone. And he's like, no, no, no. I know him, I've seen him in the boozer. He's looking at my missing half. And you're like, leave it out. And then everyone's scrapping because of the little man.
3: It is, he's the mate that you warn your other mates about?
2: He is. He is. Yeah. <laughs> you have to say to your mates, listen... He's all right, he's left, but... <laughs> And he's ex- do you know, he's exactly the same as little Dan. Good for a drink with <laughs> Dan. They're the same. You know, they've got the
0: same f-ing name, and they get you in the same shit. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, po- Podens. Again, we talk about Chase, um, Chase being a bit of a shit house. I don't know what it's about him. Despite the fact he is about five foot six looks tasty, he looks like he could handle himself that's if he wanted it, that's, to. That's
3: what it is, though. It's because
0: he's five yeah. foot four. It's, it, it's the eyes. He just... Like he's, and, you know, whether it's him going up for a header or whatever, I just think, you know what? He'd happily just start on someone if he needed to. And, I, you know what? I respect fat in him. Yeah, fair you right. Know? Look, mm-hmm. it, it, you I know. think
1: he's still more likely to have more of a vodka purely because he seems very into his, like, diet, gym. Yeah. So, you no, know, I can't see the extra calories. I can see, you know, vodka, soda, diet soda. I was going to
0: say, that. Yeah, because yeah, interestingly, little Dan doesn't drink beer, does he? He tends to have Southern Comfort or uh, Southern Comfort lemonade, doesn't
2: he? are short.
0: Yeah, we'll, we'll finish uh, today's podcast on that lovely note. Big thank you to everyone for listening to this week's show. We'll be back, as I said, um, with um, our race and football uh, podcast later this week and we'll also be reviewing the burnley game after monday's uh, result big thank you to our sponsors pixel yeti media if you've got any marketing website leads feel free to check out their website pixelyeti media.com. make sure you keep up with um all the socials on fancast twitter facebook instagram we're doing lots more on youtube now um so we're doing i was going to say it's not even just dan's fifa greet now even luke's making an appearance and kicking people's asses on it um as well as Gully's tactical analysis um to finish off the show we'll say goodbye from kim hi goodbye from ed yeah. and it's goodbye from luke see you later see you next time guys